everyone, and welcome to God's Plan, Your Part, a podcast where our goal is to read the entire Bible in a year, seeking to understand God's plan of redemption while discovering daily and practically your part in it. Hey everybody, welcome back. Today we're looking at Proverbs 13 to 15, uh, kind of continuing through that section of Proverbs that is Proverbs of Solomon. They're short and sweet, to the point. Um, They're also kind of unrelated at times. So we've talked about um, just the wisdom of words. Uh, Yesterday, Jenny talked about um, the specific call-outs for women. There's a couple of those today as well. There's just kind of some repeated themes. And so if you enjoy these short proverbs, um, you'll love these next couple of chapters. Um, But there are recurring themes in them. There's, There's some things in today's reading that have to do with just using your words wisely, um, keeping your mouth shut, not necessarily talking all the time. We talked about that yesterday. Um, there is some some things in here about just obeying the law. We talked, I think, yesterday or maybe the day before about how much of Proverbs wisdom is seen as obeying uh, God's covenant and coming under God's covenant and living a life that reflects God's commandments. That is very present here in Proverbs 13 to 15. Um, but there's really two things that I want to call out today um, that stuck out to me just in this section of 13 to 15. And they've, this, these concepts have probably been repeated before and probably will be repeated after. Um, but one of probably, I would guess, the most well-known facts about Proverbs is that there's a lot to be said about money in them. And there is some interesting things about money here in Proverbs 13 to 15. The first one I want to call out is Proverbs 13, 11. Wealth gained hastily will dwindle, but whoever gathers little by little will increase it. And it's it's a standalone verse. Next, The next verse goes into hope. The verse before that talks about insolence and strife. So it's kind of a standalone thing. Um, but it's talking about how careful accumulation of wealth is oftentimes wiser. And I think you can easily see this. There there are, I'm sure a lot of us have dreamed like, man, if I could just win the lottery or man, if I could get, you know, I don't know, a ton of subscribers quickly have a viral video or something and, and make money off of that. Um, many of us have dreamt up some way to make money quickly and easily. And Proverbs actually has some cautions about that. It doesn't say it's wrong. It just says that those that gain their money quickly uh, sometimes will also lose it quickly. Now it says that if you um, if you gain your wealth hastily, it will dwindle, but whoever gathers it little by little will increase it. It's this idea of careful financial wisdom. If you make wise choices with your money, um, you will carefully um, you know stock up a secure supply of money, a, a good wise savings. Um, that will protect you to some degree. Obviously, God is the one who protects us, but God also enables us to have wealth and finances. And so there are wise ways to carefully build your savings and carefully build your wealth. And it is smart to pursue those wise things. We're called to be good stewards of what God has given us. And so one of the ways that we do that, we'll get into another way we can do that here in a second. But one of the ways we do that is we just carefully set some things aside Um, to steward what God has given us in a faithful way as we just carefully build wealth. I'm not saying that we're all going to be rich. I'm not saying that we're all going to be exorbitantly wealthy. Um, But it is smart. It is wise. There's that word again. um, To be smart with your money 
and carefully build it. I think if you can, you can think of anybody uh, that you've heard about that won the lottery and wasted it quickly. Um, there are any number of sports stars who were, um, you know, famous athletes that got rich very quickly and didn't have necessarily the the knowledge or the tact to spend that money well and ended up, you know, without money at all. And so we want to be smart with what's been given to us and we want to be wise with what's been given to us. The other thing um, in Proverbs 14, Proverbs 14 says, whoever despises his neighbor is a sinner. It's very direct. But blessed is he who is generous to the poor. This concept um, in reading the whole Bible I would say this is one of the key concepts that continues to pop up over and over again. It shows up in different kinds of literature. It shows up in the Old Testament. It shows up in the New Testament. Uh, It shows up in the laws that God gave the people. God wants us to use our money to support people who have very, very little. And it's, it's super direct and it's a command. And here in the Proverbs of Solomon... It is wise to do so because, again, the focus of the Proverbs is to come under God's covenant. And part of obeying God's law is supporting with our money those that are poor. And so, you know, particularly some of those groups that get called out oftentimes are widows and orphans. Supporting widows and orphans is very important in the Old Testament law. It continues to be very important. Uh, Again, in James, maybe James is like the Proverbs of the New Testament. It talks about true religion is that is caring for widows and orphans. And so these are people who would not have had a lot of financial means. And part of the support for those folks would be people who do have financial means, giving some to them so that they're cared for. Uh, ultimately, what we believe as Christians is that everything we have, we've been given because we've, we've been given by God. God has entrusted us um, with what he's given us. And we should continue building his kingdom with what he's enabled us to have. So even if you're amazing at your your job and you got your job because you're super great at it, actually you are great at it because God has enabled you to be. And those finances should be used to support those that are poor around you. Another common theme that I noticed here in Proverbs 13 to 15 uh, continues kind of that concept of the Proverbs of Solomon. Solomon is trying to teach his sons to be wise. Chapter 13, verse 1 says, A wise son hears his father's instruction, but a scoffer does not listen to rebuke. So it's this idea that uh, kids that love their parents, kids that want to be wise, they should be careful to listen to what their parents ask them to do. Uh, It's another common theme in Proverbs. It's a common theme in the Old Testament. It's a common theme in the New Testament. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first command with a promise. It is good for children, for youth, um, to listen and know the words of their parents and to obey those words because parents are supposed to be looking out for the well-being, the spiritual well-being of their children. As as parents, I'm a dad. I'm supposed to be raising up my children in the way they should go. Um, so that kind of covers the, the child part of it. The parent part of it in Proverbs uh, 13.24, Whoever spares the rod hates his son, but he who loves him is diligent to discipline him. Uh, the note in the study Bible here says, Physical discipline is a common theme in Proverbs. It is viewed as an important part of training a child to teach him to avoid wrong behavior, to embrace what is right, and to build godly character. Proverbs is very direct. Like it says, if you hate your kids, 
You won't discipline them. You'll let them do whatever they want. I know it's very tempting uh, to stick up for your kids all the time. Um, but that's not necessarily a great way to parent. Uh, my my kids are flawed. I'm sure your kids are flawed. And as a parent, as, as somebody who is training up their kids in the way they should go um, to honor the Lord, uh, we want to make sure that we're calling out and disciplining in a positive way. And so obviously that looks different when your kids are very young than when your kids are very old. Um, but having been in student ministry for quite a while at this point, um, I've seen how helpful it is when parents actually call out the negative things in their kids' lives uh, and correct them and lead them in a positive way. There's kind of this new, well, it's probably not a new idea, but there's a there's a common idea I see now that like kids will just kind of discover the way they're supposed to go or kids need to learn from their mistakes. And there's some truth to that, um, but we don't ever give up our direction as parents. Like we have been given um, responsibility uh, as parents who believe in God and follow God to make sure that our kids are doing the same thing. And so Proverbs says, if you love your kids, you'll discipline them. Actually, the New Testament says that because God loves us, he disciplines us as children. Like any parent that doesn't look after their kids, is not a great parent. Just like God looks after us because he loves us and he cares about us. And so just like God disciplines us, we discipline our children um, so that we are instilling a desire to honor God in our lives and their lives. So it's a really helpful thing. It's a it's a concept I see here in Proverbs 13 to 15. So uh, the your part for today, be smart with your money, <laughs> be smart with your parents, be smart with your kids. I guess the key word for today is be wise. If you want to be wise, check out Proverbs 13 to 15. Uh, particularly, I mean, there, there's so many different themes that always feels a little bit odd to just pick one or two. Um, but the one I want to call out today is use your money to care for those who need it. Uh, those who are without support and without, you know, finances in their lives. And if you are a child, a student, a teenager, something like be careful to obey the words of your parents. And if you're a parent, be careful to discipline your children well so that they won't depart from the, the love of the Lord and the, the will that God has on their lives. So we'll be back again tomorrow. Tomorrow we're looking at Proverbs 16 to 18. We'll see you then. Thanks so much for listening to our take today. Before we get into the reading, if we could just ask you one thing, uh, if you've been enjoying the podcast, if you could subscribe to us and then leave a rating and review, we'd love to hear from you. And every rating we get helps us reach more people. Ultimately, we're just trying to reach people with the truth of God's word and your review will help us do that. So thanks so much for being invested in the podcast. Here's the reading for today. Proverbs chapter 13. A wise son hears his father's instruction but a scoffer does not listen to rebuke. From the fruit of his mouth a man eats what is good, but the desire of the treacherous is for violence. Whoever guards his mouth preserves his life. He who opens wide his lips comes to ruin. The soul of the sluggard craves and gets nothing, while the soul of the diligent is richly supplied. The righteous hates falsehood, but the wicked brings shame and disgrace. Righteousness guards him whose way is blameless but sin overthrows the wicked. One pretends to be rich, yet has nothing. Another pretends to be poor, yet has great wealth. The ransom of a man's life is his wealth, but a poor man hears no threat. The light of the righteous rejoices, but the lamp of the wicked will be put out. By insolence comes nothing but strife, but with those who take advice is wisdom. Wealth gained hastily will dwindle, 
but whoever gathers little by little will increase it. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a desire fulfilled is a tree of life. Whoever despises the word brings destruction on himself, but he who reveres the commandment will be rewarded. The teaching of the wise is a fountain of life, that one may turn away from the snares of death. Good sense wins favor. By the way of the treacherous is there ruin. Every prudent man acts with knowledge, but a fool flaunts his folly. A wicked messenger falls into trouble, but a faithful envoy brings healing. Poverty and disgrace come to him who ignores instruction, but whoever heeds reproof is honored. A desire fulfilled is sweet to the soul, but to turn away from evil is an abomination to fools. Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. Disaster pursues sinners, but the righteous are rewarded with good. A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, but the sinner's wealth is laid up for the righteous. The fallow ground of the poor would yield much food, but it is swept away through injustice. Whoever spares the rod hates his son, but he who loves him is, dis- is eager to discipline him. The righteous has enough to satisfy his appetite, but the belly of the wicked suffers want. Proverbs 14 The wisest of women builds her house, but folly with her own hands tears it down. Whoever walks in uprightness fears the Lord, but he who is devious in his ways despises him. By the mouth of a fool comes a rod for his back, but the lips of the wise will preserve them. Where there is no oxen, the manger is clean, but abundant crops come by the strength of the ox. A faithful witness does not lie, but a false witness breathes out lies. A scoffer seeks wisdom in vain, but knowledge is easy for a man of understanding. Leave the presence of a fool, for there you do not meet words of knowledge. The wisdom of the prudent is to discern his way, but the folly of fools is deceiving. Fools mock at the guilt offering, but the upright enjoy acceptance. The heart knows its own bitterness, and no stranger shares its joy. The house of the wicked will be destroyed, but the tent of the upright will flourish. There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way to death. Even in laughter the heart may ache, and the end of joy may be grief. The backslider in his heart will be filled with the fruit of his ways, and a good man will be filled with the fruit of his ways. The simple believes everything, but the prudent gives thought to his steps. One who is wise is cautious and turns away from evil, but a fool is reckless and careless. A man of quick temper acts foolishly, and a man of evil devices is hated. The simple inherit folly, but the prudent are crowned with knowledge. The evil bow down before the good, the wicked at the gates of the righteous. The poor is disliked even by his neighbor, but the rich has many friends. Whoever despises his neighbor is a sinner, but blessed is he who is generous to the poor. Do they not go astray who devise evil? Those who devise good meet steadfast love and faithfulness. In all toil there is profit, but mere talk tends only to poverty. The crown of the wise is their wealth, but the folly of fools brings folly. A truthful witness saves lives, but one who breathes out lies is deceitful. In the fear of the Lord one has strong confidence, and his children will have a refuge. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life, that one may turn away from the snares of death. In a multitude of people is the glory of a king. But without people, a prince is ruined. Whoever is slow to anger has great understanding, 
but he who has a hasty temper exalts folly. A tranquil heart gives life to the flesh, but envy makes the bones rot. Whoever oppresses a poor man insults his maker, but he who is generous to the needy honors him. The wicked is overthrown through evil doing, but the righteous finds refuge in his death. Wisdom rests in the heart of a man of understanding, but it makes itself known even in the midst of fools. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. A servant who deals wisely has the king's favor, but his wrath falls on one who acts shamefully. Proverbs 15 A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. The tongue of the wise commends knowledge, but the mouths of fools pour out folly. The eyes of the Lord are in every place, keeping watch on evil and the good. A gentle tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness in it breaks the spirit. A fool despises his father's instruction, but whoever heeds reproof is prudent. In the house of the righteous there is much treasure, but trouble befalls the income of the wicked. The lips of the wise spread knowledge, not so the hearts of fools. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but the prayer of the upright is acceptable to him. The way of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but he loves him who pursues righteousness. There is severe discipline for him who forsakes the way. Whoever hates reproof will die. Sheol and Abaddon lie open before the Lord. How much more the hearts of the children of men. A scoffer does not like to be reproved. He will not go to the wise. A glad heart makes a cheerful face, but by sorrow of heart the spirit is crushed. The heart of him who has understanding seeks knowledge, but the mouths of fools feed on folly. All the days of the afflicted are evil, but the cheerful of heart has a continual feast. Better is a little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure and trouble with it. Better is a dinner of herbs where love is than a fattened ox and hatred with it. A hot-tempered man stirs up strife, but he who is slow to anger quiets contention. The way of a sluggard is like the hedge of thorns, but the path of the upright is a level highway. A wise son makes a glad father, but a foolish man despises his mother. Folly is a joy to him who lacks sense, but a man of understanding walks straight ahead. Without counsel plans fail, but with many advisers they succeed. To make an apt answer is a joy to a man, and a word in season how good it is. The path of life leads upward for the prudent, that he may turn away from Sheol beneath. The Lord tears down the house of the proud, but maintains the widow's boundaries. The thoughts of the wicked are an abomination to the Lord, but gracious words are pure. Whoever is greedy for unjust gain troubles his own household, but he who hates bribes will live. The heart of the righteous ponders how to answer, but the mouth of the wicked pours out evil things. The Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayers of the righteous. The light of the eyes rejoices the heart, and good news refreshes the bones. The ear that listens to life-giving reproof will dwell among the wise. Whoever ignores instruction despises himself, but he who listens to reproof gains intelligence. The fear of the Lord is instruction in wisdom, and humility comes before honor. Thanks so much for listening to God's Plan, Your Part. If anything stuck out to you, if you have any questions, or if you'd like to receive a Bible, you can email us at godsplanyourpart at gmail.com. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider supporting us through the link in our description. We love that you're on this journey with us, and we hope you have a great day. See you tomorrow.